How's it going? How are you? What are you doing? I bet you're at work. <laughs> I bet you're at work. You sucker. <laughs> you and your crazy get rich quick schemes. Jim, why do you laugh at these people? You work too. Yeah, you're right. And that's when I listen to podcasts. When I'm at work. When I have the ability to. Because I've got a very important job and I just can't be fucking around all the time. Not like some people. <laughs> Peterson. <laughs> oh, James, why do you make fun of Peterson? He's done nothing but support you. Yeah, you're right. Peterson, I'm sorry. You son of a bitch. Okay, let me, let me start off by telling you all. You should be extremely, extremely grateful to me. James, why do you talk down to your listeners? Because I, because I can, all right? Because they, they can't tell me anything back. I'm sitting here in a room all alone. You're not alone, James. I'm pretty much alone. Might as well be. You just suck all the goddamn air out of the room. You understand that? Nothing but just ne your negative energy in my life. That's all you are. James, why are you so negative all the time? I've just... I've had enough, James. One day I'm gonna leave. And when I'm gone, when I'm gone, James. What? What? When I'm gone, James. Yeah? You're gonna miss me, James. You're probably right. I told you, James. Oh, fuck yourself. Until that day, ha. Huh? Until that day comes. You, you will take my verbal abuse and you will like it. Yes, James. Thank you. What was I gonna say? You were, you were talking down to the listeners, James, saying that they should be grateful. Yes, they should be grateful. You know why? Why, James? Because I wasn't going to record a show this week. That's right. It was not on my agenda. See this long agenda I have here? You're not holding anything, James. Yeah, you're right. I'm not holding anything. Uh, just, whatever. I wasn't planning on doing it. But lo and behold! <laughs> uh, I come home from work today, and my wife is like... You know, the, all the kids are gone. I was like, where are the kids? My parents picked them up and took them to Nonsbury Farm. <laughs> so, and then she already had plans to hang out with some friends today. So I find myself all alone with nothing to do. James, couldn't you have done some yard work? Uh, I could have. Yeah, the yard's looking pretty bad. But I hired a gardener. Oh my God, James, you're so fancy. I'm sure you look down from your hill, and you just look down on all the people below you, and just... All right, relax. Relax. Listen, I just called a gardener today, okay? <laughs> I told myself, I'm sick of this fucking yard work. All right, I I've had it with it. Because I use hand tools, okay? Like the men of yesteryear. All right, I don't got any fancy lawnmower. I don't got a fancy weed whacker. Okay? None of that shit. What I use <laughs> is a rake, uh, a shovel, and one of those hand edger thingamajiggies that my father gave to me. <laughs> it's got a fucking wheel, alright? It's not even sharp. It's got a wheel with teeth on it. And what you do is you... It, one side is like um, 
is like a flat wheelie type thing, and the and the edge has has like like a square teeth, and you just put it on the edge of the sidewalk and you roll it. That's right, with the power of your own arms, and that's what does it. I look like a fucking idiot out there, all right? Well, all the other neighbors have their fancy Mexicans coming around with their leaf blowers, and I'm trying to sleep in on, the, on Saturdays and. That's what I get to hear. <laughs> I get to hear the fancy Mexicans with their future technology blowing the leaves and the dust while I have to use my push broom and my rake and my kids help me and I'm out there like a fucking retard. Stuck in the past. <laughs> in my primitive ways. Yeah, I'm tired of it. James, why don't you just buy a lawnmower and a weed whacker? Mmm. I could do that. But I don't want to. I don't want to spend hundreds of dollars on these tools. And then go outside and do this shit. Okay, look. You might be thinking. James, I know what they're thinking. All right. I guess you're the voice of the people. What are they thinking? Please. Shed light. Um, I'm sure they're thinking, James... Why don't you be a man and go out there and just put in some hard work on your yard and make it look nice and, and beautiful? That's exactly what I was thinking. I gotta commend you. No, the answer is no. I work hard for my money, goddammit. I work hard. The last thing I want to do is come home and have to do more work, all right? I want to come home and hire somebody. I'm like an old plantation owner. <laughs> some, somewhat. Why would I want to be out sweating working on my lands here? If I can hire some other lower person that has darker skin, do it for me. Why? It's the American way. All right? It's the American way. I don't think that's the American way, James. Yes, 4th of July just passed. That is what 4th of July was all about. No, I don't think it was, James. I think it has something to do with the Civil War and having slaves. Yeah, pretty much. Okay, it, 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 it ruined the idea of, of owning somebody, but it instilled the right to hire somebody lower than you to do work that you don't want to do. It is the American way. <laughs> Speaking of 4th of July, James, how was your holiday? I see what you're doing. You're trying to, uh, to shy away from my... my <laughs> My offensive speech. James, you're pretty much offending everybody right now. Everybody that doesn't have white skin. Yeah, well, I don't got white skin, all right? I'm part of the minority. Half of me, anyway. <laughs> yes, you're right to do that. But you know what? I really want... I was going to tell you... I'm sorry, before I got my whole fucking yard work rant. That I really have nothing... I have no material for this week. And hopefully, I can burn through the minimal amount of things that I have written down. Minimal. And man, I've already got eight minutes in, so it's looking pretty good so far. Please keep with your interruptions and your negative horseshit that gets me going, and we can get through this together. I can get that hour and then be done with it. So, James, how was your 4th of July? <laughs> All right. I like it. You're moving along. Good. To describe my 4th of July, I will use a word surrounded by much controversy. 
we have explored that on this show in previous episodes. I'm going to say it was lovely. James, why is that word controversial again? Because real men should never say the word lovely. But I don't care. I'm going to use it now. Because I'm a real man. And I'm comfortable in my sexuality that I can use words like that. But James, I say lovely all the time. There's nothing wrong with that. (laughs) Once again, proving my point. James, what are you implying? Nothing. Yeah, my 4th of July was nice. I went to my parents' house. Uh, Like I told you in the last episode, if you listened, that uh, I usually go to Super Dicks the last two years. But uh, no no dick in my 4th of July this time. (laughs) No Super Dick. Dick, dick. I went to my parents' house. I ventured out. They just got that cement poured, that brand new barbecue slash bar uh, outdoor thingy. It's all that whole nice thing with fridges in it and then, uh, and drawers and and like a little uh, heating pit, fire pit thingy. <laughs> Whatever. It's like on the bar top. It's pretty fucking nice. I got to admit, it looks great. It was fun. All the family went out there. The family that matters now. After we had to cut some of it out. You know what I'm talking about if you're a listener. Because sometimes you just got to cut the fat off. Do you know what I mean? James, what are you talking about? Like steak? No, not steak. No. Forget it. That's, that was a metaphor. I guess uh, you are below my metaphors. You don't understand them. Whatever, James. Condescending prick. <laughs> Excuse me? Nothing, James. So yeah, we're out there. We're, we're barbecuing. Having some Sam Adams. God damn. I'm drinking beer again. <laughs> I'm off the wagon or on the wagon. How the fuck you say that expression? Uh, I got to tell you something. Sam Adams is my favorite right now. It, it is so delicious. Sam Adams Boston Lager. All right. I'm sure you know all about it. Mean monkey. <gasps> we split a 12 pack. It was wonderful. It was lovely. <laughs> and uh, we saw the fireworks show from over the mountain. And like, like they say, like every year it caught on fire, <laughs> but there was a fire engine up there and they put it out quickly, but uh, nothing, nothing to be alarmed about everybody. Go on about your business and your festivities. So yeah, it was fun, but I must tell you something. Monkey boy, <gasps> I fucking asked this dude days before, Hey man, do you want to smoke a cigar on 4th of July? He texts me back. No, I'm good. It's like this fucking guy. He didn't go on ManFest, all right? Didn't make it. We had a cigar up there. We had some whiskey. And I was like, dude, he likes smoking cigars once in a while. And I told this fucker, I'm like, come on, dude, let's do it. No, I don't want to. (gasps) So I didn't want him getting him. So the day of, I told him, like, dude, I can't believe you didn't want to smoke a cigar. Like, you know, we we were together. I haven't seen you in a long time. You didn't go on ManFest. We should have had a cigar together. I'm in the mood. He's like, oh, you should have gone. We should have got some. I would have done it. I was like, you dickhead. So then my sister, who's 19, goes, I've never had a cigar. And I was like, no shit. Like, now we should get some. But none of us could drive. <laughs> Except Chuby, who was uh, in the parent, my parents' new um, pool they set up with the kids. So she was, she was totally sober. So we convinced her to drive us. Now... We went to Stater Brothers, all right? My sister's like, they sell cigars there. I've seen them. I was like, all right, cool. We go there. We don't sell cigars. 
It's like, you idiot. I, th- I thought they had them here. They have cigarettes. I'm like, that doesn't mean shit. And then the woman, the woman, the cashier lady's like, why don't you go next door? I was like, oh, yeah, which one, which place? There's a cigar shop. Not the, uh, the 99 cent store. <laughs> I was like, I'm not fucking buying one in a 99 cent store. They wouldn't even open, but it's not the point. So then we go to a gas station. I don't even know who sells cigars. I don't really buy them that often. Uh, we bought we bought them at the general store on the way up to the mountain when we went camping last. So, you know, I don't know if it's very common. Like I said, I don't buy cigars often. So I'm not sure who has them. We stop at a gas station. They don't have them. It's like, God damn it. And then uh, my, my cousin, Chuby, goes, they sell them at 7-Eleven. And I said, are you positive? Yeah, I know they do. And so... She drives us to 7-Eleven, which is kind of a ways. And I said, you know what? Let me call him first. So I called the number, and it's ringing, and it's ringing. And then, hello? I'm like, hello, 7-Eleven? <laughs> the guy doesn't understand me. What? Who's this? And I go, hello, is this 7-Eleven? Who are you looking for? I was like, uh, is this 7-Eleven? What do you want? <laughs> Some Indian dude. I was like, do you sell cigars? What? What? I cannot hear you. I can't hear you. Do you sell cigars? I ca- I'm busy. Call me back later. Goodbye. He hangs up on me. He's like, motherfucker. I call him back. Doesn't answer. So she's like, let's just go. So we, we go. We drive there. We get in the fucking 7-Eleven. And there is a lot of people in that place buying like beer and, and all kinds of other shit. Cigarettes. It comes time for us. You know, I'm like, hey, uh, do you have cigars here? Yes, all right here. He points at this bottom like area by their feet behind them. And there's a bunch of boxes. And uh, it looks like those black and milds, right? There's like a lot of those style. So finally, the people are kind of gone. And, and it's, it's our turn. We go up there. I'm like, I'm like, so what do you got down there? These guys have no goddamn clue what they have. They don't know anything about these cigars. And he goes, uh, I don't know. Whatever's here, we have all these, all these kind of cigars. And I go, uh, just give me your most expensive one. Whatever you got is the most expensive. You know, whatever they have, I want the best 7-Eleven can offer. And he goes, uh, this is the most expensive. It was two for 89 cents. I, co- <laughs> I couldn't fucking believe. No, two for 99 cents. Sorry. Two for 99 cents. And I'm like, oh, Christ. And I said, all right, I'll take, I'll take two packages. And... I'm like, this is going to be horrible. We went back home, and they were fucking lousy. I mean, what do you expect? I didn't expect it. I, my expectations were so low, and I was so disappointed. It wasn't even like a nice-sized cigar, okay? It was like those skinny-ass, like the, like the black and mild kinds, but it didn't have that plastic thing on it. But, God, it was fucking retarded. <laughs> then we're on the side of the house smoking them, and my mom comes by, and, like, instinctually, we, like, hide them behind us. Like, oh, wait, we're adults. <laughs> oh man but it was a it was fucking hilarious we were laughing our asses off the whole time but let me tell you something about chuby all right chuby uh saved the day by taking us even though you know we didn't accomplish our mission well we kind of did we got some shitty ass cigars or whatever um oh, yeah i got one more thing to add about this whole 7-eleven thing real quick so my sister was already fucking loaded she buys cigarettes. The guy goes, I need to see your ID, please. She shows her, him the ID. And then for some reason, she like leaves it behind. We get back home. She's like, oh, shit. I left my ID. I don't know where it is. I can't find it. Uh. 
So she calls 7-Eleven and the guy's like, yeah, we have ID here. And he, she's like, okay, good. Can you hold it for me till tomorrow? Nope. <laughs> she's like, what do you mean? No. No hold. I leave at 11 o'clock. Uh, I keep to then. I keep to 11 o'clock. Then I leave. And she's like, all right, well, you're going to leave. But can you just leave it there? Tell the next guy just to hold it for me. And I'll be there tomorrow. No, I know. Hold. <laughs> you have to 11 o'clock. That is all. And she's like, what the fuck? And the guy hangs up on her. And so I was like, oh, shit. She tells my dad. My dad's been running around and shit. So he hasn't even had a beer yet. All right. He's been barbecuing and running around and doing. He's the very last minute, my family. Okay. So he's got all kinds of shit he's working on. And then uh, he finally, like, is about to crack a beer. My sister goes, can you take me to 7-Eleven? He's like, what? What? Why? <laughs> I left my ID. You left your ID? What? Why'd you leave your ID? And uh, he's all frustrated and shit. And she's like, because I bought some cigarettes. Why'd you buy cigarettes? Why'd you buy cigarettes? Ah! And he's like, oh, shit. Come on. <laughs> And she told me that uh, when they got to 7-Eleven, he, he walks in there and she's like, do you have my ID? And they have the ID. And she and he goes, he goes, hey, what's the matter with you? Why are you saying you're not going to hold the ID? Oh, we do not hold the ID. Sir. We do not do that. What's the problem? Just hold the ID. <laughs> what's the matter with you? Uh, so he gave him, he, he, unfortunately, he chewed out the Indians. <laughs> the American way. So anyways. Here's how Chuby really fucked him. Here, here is the story of Chuby's utter betrayal. All right? I love Chuby. She's my cousin. She's been on the show. So right there, she earns a whole bunch of cred. But she really betrayed me. All right? Huge betrayal. I always thought I could trust Chuby. Okay? I always thought that until 4th of July, 2014. That's when everything changed. That's when my trust was compromised. All right, Chance. Just tell the story. Stop with the dramatic buildup already. <laughs> All right. So, uh, Chuby, being the saint that she is with the kids, you know, she's distracting the kids while we're all trying to uh, have a good time. But, but she's a teacher, so she enjoys all that shit. All right. You, you think having a good time is, is drinking. And hanging out with your with your with your buddies or your cousins and and fucking around and, and bullshitting. Her idea of a good time apparently is hanging out with kids and, and letting them and doing face painting on them. That's wonderful. Good for you. First of all, Chuby, I must applaud you. Being the being the lifeguard and then being the uh the face painter. You distracted my kids and they were not they were not my problem for one day. <laughs> I'm just kidding, but that was awesome. I appreciated that. So she's she's doing face painting with the kids, and uh, my wife, who happens to be on her lady days, <laughs> she tells me, "I have a little bit of a headache. Can you get me some Excedrin or something?" And so I'm like, "All right, let me check." My parents don't have shit, so I tell Chuby, "I'm like, hey, Chuby, you're a woman. Do you have any pain medication?" And she's like, yes, I do. It's in my bag in the house with a pineapple on it. And you look in here and you do the... And I thought, you know what? Once I heard the second fucking part of directions or instructions, I was like, all right, I'll just bring you whatever you need and you go through it. I don't know. I give up, you know? Go in here, go in there, search through this, turn that, take this out. I'm like, no, 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 no. I'll just bring you 
whatever this bag is and you go through it. She's like, all right. I go in, I'm looking for, I don't know what the fuck I'm looking for. I go back out. What is it again? It's a big bag. It has a pineapple on it. I was like, okay. I go back in, find, find the bag with the pineapple on it. I walk back outside. I'm like, all right, here you go. She looks at me and fucking smiles and goes, like a bitch. Oh, she got me, everybody. Another fucking woman that has gotten me. Betrayal at its finest. Betrayal at its finest. If you do not know what I'm talking about, this is Lido's famous campaign in which you must never carry a woman's purse <laughs> because it will violate all your manly credibility and your, and your man card will have to have a void on it. That's right. And uh, this is all just for fun and games, dude. It's, we're not really... Well, he, you know, he fucks around. He'll, he'll be so macho, like, no, man, it's true. But, uh, you know, it's a fun campaign, and uh, we like giving people shit. And I've, got, I've been the butt of the jokes, if you listen to uh, recent shows. But, uh, yeah, dude, she got me. And Lito's campaign, he takes photos of... He works at a mall. So there's dudes. It's a, it's a huge epidemic. I don't know why, but a lot of guys are carrying purses around. Like a lot of guys are carrying purses for their girlfriends while they're walking through the mall. They'll hold the girl's purse. All right. They'll be holding it in their hand or they'll be holding it over their shoulder or even guys just walking around the purses and they're by themselves. So Lito's big thing is he, he tries to take pictures of guys holding purses <laughs> and he tries to get like family members or friends. He tries to snap photos of them holding purses. So that's what it, it's the like a bitch campaign. All right. And uh, it's, it's in full effect. And my wife has already gotten me. She tricked me into it. And fucking Chuby tricked me into it. Like I said, two women near and dear to my heart who I never thought would betray me. But it appears that the Like a Bitch campaign is bigger than all of us. <laughs> no one is safe. Oh, so Chuby, I must commend and say, how dare you at the same time. Good for you for pulling it off. But how dare you for pulling that off? How dare you? fucking chubby <laughs> but well done good for you uh oh guess what everybody guess what i'm holding oh my god james i see it what do you see please explain it to our millions of listeners james you're holding a blue can yes with a fancy blue tab on the top that's right and what does it say it says blue sky that's right blue sky what does it say below it? Natural soda. Yes, what else? Made with real sugar, James. Okay, what does it say down at the bottom? Oh my god, James! Creamy root beer! That's right! Because it's time for this week in root beer! Well, James, that was, that was a pretty good one. It was a good one. That's one of my finest root beer intros. And you were here to experience it. Someday, years from now, you can tell your grandkids... Oh, you're not going to have any grandkids. I forgot. Why, James? Because your kind doesn't have children. Oh, my God, James. What are you implying? Nothing. <laughs> Anyways, one day you'll tell your make-believe grandchildren that you were there the day that James perfected his root beer intro singing. Anyway, yes. Blue Sky Fruit Beer Natural Soda Made with Real Sugar. And you all know, if you're an avid listener... <laughs> that I'm not really a fan of the real sugar sodas. They don't taste right to me. I prefer 
I prefer the uh, high fructose corn syrup in my sodas. I'm going to be the first dude to be like, a, to be for healthy eating, you know, trying to be anyway. And, and like an avid, like, don't eat that shit. But yet say, I like high fructose corn syrup in my soda. It's true. It just tastes better to me. But let me give you a taste test with this one. Here we go. Then it can, by the way. I think if you caught that, which is already negative points. I'll tell you. The initial drink is good. And then after you swallow, like it, it's, it actually reminds me of A&W. Who, as of now, is still the leader in my root beer quest. It has hints of A&W. But the aftertaste is a little weird. I think it's that real sugar nonsense. <laughs> a little bit weird. And to be honest with you, I got I to gotta complain about something. When I have my taste test on the show, it's not the first taste I have. I've already been drinking it. And in this case, the soda has been sitting out for 25 minutes because that's how long I've been recording thus far. And uh, it's gotten a little warm and it's happened on a few other root beers. They start tasting like shit when they're getting warm. So it's just got that going against it. Uh, I'm just so angry, everybody. Nobody has sent me any root beer recommendations. Nobody. Is A&W really the best one out there? Maybe it is. Maybe it is. Man, it's like, uh, it's like that book. James, you don't read books? Well, I have in the past before smartphones. <laughs> it's called... Uh, oh, fuck. What's it called? Maybe I won't ruin it for you because I don't like people ruin movies. That's even worse to ruin a book. Anyway, I won't tell you what book it was because I can't even remember what it's called. But uh, the guy goes out and he has a whole fucking long journey. He travels all over the place. And what he was looking for was right in his goddamn yard. <laughs> or in his hometown. So uh, there you go. I'm searching for the A&W. I'm searching for something to beat that. But look. It's right here in my backyard. God damn it. I think A&W is the official soda of California, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> so that's that. Ah, Another failed week. All right, let's move on to something I like to call <laughs> Stranger Danger. People are strange when you're a stranger. All right, thanks, Jim Morrison. That was lovely. Here's Stranger Danger. I've only got a few. This is just a collection of things I think are strange or weird or just downright out there. <laughs> Here we go. The first one. There's this actor named John Eric Hexum. This dude was a was an actor and a male model um, a while back. <laughs> 80s, I guess. 70s, 80s. But a good-looking dude. Good-looking fucking guy. I got to be honest with you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He was in a... He was in... <laughs> he was in... Uh, what the fuck is it called? Soap operas. Sorry. I guess. He was in a popular soap opera. And this guy... Here's why it's on Stranger Danger. He killed himself in the weirdest fucking way. Or st maybe even the strangest way. Oh. This dude was, they were filming a scene. 
And something happened with the cameras or I don't know, something went wrong. And so they had some downtime. And this dude was growing like a little bit restless. And in the scene that they were in, he had a gun and uh, it had blanks in it, right? So he takes out all the blanks except for one. And he starts acting like he's playing Russian roulette. And the dude puts the gun to his temple and actually shoots. And he wound up shooting the one that had the blank in it and not knowing it. Not knowing that it would do anything, it fucking... <laughs> the blast power just knocked his ass down and he was all banged up. And they, they took him to the hospital. And I guess I was reading up on it. Something like the powder in there or like the paper they got in there. Whatever. I don't know. If you have it close enough to you, it'll still do damage. And just the force... It's like, it was like a blunt force trauma to his temple. And it made... It, it broke up the bones in his skull and it, and it sent the bones into his brain and the fucking dude wound up being brain dead and like a, like six days later they pulled the plug that's how he fucking dies can you believe that good looking dude on a popular show I guess it was popular I don't know just fucking around and done <laughs> who knew next up on my list of strange or weird things. It, it turns out, all you homophobes out there, I talked about gays last episode. If you still think that gay is not natural, I might have already read something about this on a, few, on, on, a, on a past show. I don't remember. But there are a number of animals in the world that engage in homosexual activities. All right? Now, I just recently saw that giraffes have a whole lot of gay sex, all right? They're doing a lot of gay shit together, these giraffes. <laughs> like, mo- like I think 97- 94% of them are fucking dudes. <laughs> all right? So, I don't know. I mean, you you do hear a lot of like, oh, well, that guy's gay, but he had sexual uh, abuse as a child. That's what That's what made him gay. But you also hear about the people... I mean, you've seen it. You've seen little kids, young kids, and you just know oh, that, that kid's gay. Little boys I'm talking about. Like, uh, he's, he's gay for sure. Look at him. Look at him go. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. You've seen it. So, yeah, I do believe they're created in some cases, but I do believe they're also they're all, they're naturally made. <laughs> Organic. Grass-fed, free-range. But, yeah, I mean... Come on, look at that. Look at the animals. What, 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 more, what proof do you need? It's got to be natural. And, I, and I'm telling you, I'm sticking to it. In the human race, anyway. Being gay is just a way of, of controlling the population. Okay? Shit, I wish I was gay. Hanging out with a dude. Doing cool, fun activities all the time. You know? No periods to worry about. No? Oh, my lady days. I'm a, I'm a complete psycho. Right? None of that shit. None of like, oh, my feelings. I don't, I don't believe you said that. None of that. Unless you got a fruity pants. But I wouldn't have a fruity pants gay. I'd have, a, I'd have a, like a macho type gay guy. So I'd have no twinks, all right? Someone like me, really macho. <laughs> anyway. Oh, and dragonflies too. A lot of gay shit happening in the insect world as well. So, once again, all you homophobes out there. Science! There you go. And the next and last thing I've got in my Stranger Danger, 
Speaking of sexy time, hey oh, that show Malcolm in the Middle, right? It's on Netflix, and and I thought, you know what? I'm running out of cool stuff I can watch with my kids that's not cartoons or shit that we've already seen. And so I'm trying to explore different things because, you know, like uh, every night in the evening time, we'll watch like one episode together uh, when I want to unwind and relax after a long, stressful day. (laughs) So we'll watch like one episode and then, you know, put them to bed. And usually maybe I'll go to bed too. Like last night. Oh, first of all, on a side note, I went to bed last night at nine o'clock. I made sure. It's like, you know what, fuck this. I'm so tired all the time. I'm going to go to bed at nine. And I did. Because I got to wake up at four in the morning. 4.30. And so I woke up at, at, I woke up and had to pee really bad, right? And the worst is when you wake up to have to pee, but you're still fucking exhausted. And it's right before your alarm goes off. You know what I'm talking about. And you're like, oh, Christ. I got to wake up in 10 minutes. Ugh. So, so last night I woke up to piss and it was midnight. I was like, oh, beautiful. I've got four and a half hours to go. There's no greater feeling than that, boys and girls. Oh, that should have been my fancy that. God damn it. Oh, well, it's too late now. It's too late. Anyway, I fancy that. Uh, uh, go to bed early once in a while. Get a good seven hours like I did. And it makes a huge difference. <laughs> So yeah, back to Malcolm in the Middle. So I put this show on, and it turns out it's a good fucking show. I remember watching it once in a while when I was younger, but uh, goddamn, I like it. It's it's goofy, it's fun, it's pretty damn funny, it's pretty well written. Uh, I like that show. The kids love it too. But the problem is, it really isn't for kids. <laughs> Brian Cranston, who's on that show, I'm sure you know, he plays like a horny fuck, dude, big time. He's always trying to get at his wife. They're always like making out. And uh, it's always, he's always trying to get at her. And this latest episode I watched with my kids, it, it kind of crossed the line and it, and it just got weird. Or maybe a little strange. Okay, James, forget it. It's strange. Sorry. So on the scene, he, the kids are gone for the night. They went to their friend's house to, to spend the night. And actually, well, it was like a big con because, you know, the kids told them they're going to spend the night at their friend's house. And the friend told them they're going to spend his parents. They're going to spend he spend the night at the at the other people's house. You know what I'm fucking talking about. It's like a big retard. But so they weren't going to be home is the point. So they're planning on like doing having a bunch of sex. Right. They have a bunch of candles lit and the other parents wind up going to see their kid. So they knock on the door and Brian Cranston opens the door naked and he's holding a pillow over his junk. And, you know, my, my boy's like, ew, he's naked. And then <laughs> the parents ask where the kids are and they find, they find out that, that, you know, they scammed both the parents and they wound up going, and, uh, going out and doing something. And so the mom hears what they're saying and she gets up from the couch and she's obviously naked. They, they don't, they, they shows that she's topless, but they don't show anything, of course. But it's obvious she's naked too. And my son puts me, you know, the show put me in this weird fucking position. My four-year-old boy's like, Daddy, how come they're, how come they're naked together? And I was like, oh, fuck. I was like, I, I don't know. And he's looking at me like, come on, dude, give me something. You know, <laughs> you know. And so I go, maybe, oh, maybe they're going to take a bath. And he looks back at the TV and he's still thinking and he goes, but they take a bath together? I was like, oh, shit. Uh, 
Well, oh, oh, no, maybe they're getting a massage. You know what a massage is? Yeah, when, when you rub someone's feet. I was like, yeah, that's like, the yeah, sometimes, but sometimes you lay down and you have a towel covering you and they rub your back. That's probably what they're going to do. Oh, okay. I was like, God damn it. <laughs> Why did the show do this to me? You know, I, I can't, I just think it's strange that, uh, maybe it's not strange at all, to be honest with you. I guess the situation was strange, all right? Give me something. The situation was strange. You tried to find something decent to watch with your little underage kids. And still, you just, you can't escape the sexy time stuff, all right? My, my daughter, she knows what the fuck is going on. And it's annoying. It's annoying that she knows. You know, uh, these movies and TV shows, you know, we're not trying to show her stuff. But things come up that in, in shows that you would not expect. Or people making out and fucking grabbing on girls and like, oh, Christ. And she's looking at it and she knows. She's not an idiot. Ugh. And the word sex. And when she hears the word sex, she goes, <laughs> Goddamn shows. Anyway, that's that. That was a weak one. Should have made that one last. So I'm sorry. Jim Morrison, take us out. All right. Let's uh, move on with something that I like doing for you people. It's sort of like a public service announcement, okay? And you deserve my public service. So uh, here we go. I call it Danger Life Lessons. I've, uh, I've been giving you some solid life lessons, something that will enrich your life, okay? Because I have all the answers. So I, I figured I'd share with you tiny bits of information that will enrich your lives like my life is enriched. <laughs> so here we go. I got a story to tell you. Of course you do, James. You're just full of stories. All right, relax. You, you can leave if you don't like this. I'm sorry, James. All right. I recently heard this story from an older guy. An older fella. An older gentleman. And I love talking to older guys, man. They, they have the coolest stories, especially if they've got great senses of humor. You'll hear some funny and awesome shit coming out of older guys' mouths. So here's what he told me. He said one day, he was, uh, he was working, and it was a busy time of year for his particular line of work. He was in a neighborhood, and he was parked, going over some paperwork, and this guy maybe goes into people's houses to help fix things. That's all I'm going to tell you. So he's sitting in his truck doing his paperwork, and he said that he notices in his mirror this super hot chick walking up to his vehicle all right he goes i'm telling you man beautiful face you can tell from as far away as she was gorgeous body she had everything and i was like yeah yeah <laughs> and so he goes she comes up to the truck knocks in the window and i rolled the window down he's like yeah hi i'm sorry to bother you but can I really need your help with something. <laughs> and he said, you know, she's leaning forward and he's like, oh man, she was so hot. And he's like, yeah, what can I do for you? I'm sorry. Can I trouble you? Can, can you please come over here and help me with my, whatever fill in the blank is. Can you help me with it? Cause you know, it's not working right. And he goes, oh, I'm sorry. I, I can't, you know, we're, I'm, we're really busy and you know, I've got a lot of work to do. And she's like, oh, please. Like, uh, you know, here's a big hint. 
but I'm, I'm so cold. I just, can you please come and see if you can fix my blah, blah, blah. And he's like, and dude, I fell for it. You know, I, I fell for those eyes and, and that sexy fucking look she had on. <laughs> and he's like, all right, let me take a quick look. He goes, all right, thank you. I'll be right over here when you're ready. And she runs into the house. The dude grabs his equipment. He walks to the house real fast, knocks on the door. And he goes, and the door opens, and it's a big motherfucker. <laughs> like a big homeboy. And he goes, hey, what's up, man? Oh, so you come, you're like, oh, you come to help us, huh? All right, come right in. And he's like, oh, fuck. And I go, oh, you got conned. I got conned. Now, here's the point of the story, boys and girls. Here's what I learned. You didn't know it already. Never trust a hot chick. <laughs> she was the bait. She was the bait. This guy and her knew what she had to play with. And sent her out there to put on her little fucking show. A little song and dance. Hook the fucking, uh, they call, what do they call that when you're conning someone? The, uh, 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 come on, what, come on. Oh, man. The mark. This dude was the mark. All right. She played a little game. He fell for it. Reeled him right in. And the big cholo guy. Hey, what's up, bro? Oh, thanks for coming, man. Come right in. <laughs> Don't be fooled, fellas. These hot girls. They will use that shit against you, all right? Don't be duped. And this has been part of Dangerous Life Lessons. <laughs> it's okay to look, of course. Go ahead. But as soon as they ask you to do something for them, oh, can you just do this and that for me? All right? You're not going to get anything out of it. All right? They're not going to magically, oh, my God, thank you. I want you to do me now. Please bend me over and pound me. That's not going to happen. It's not a movie. And if someone told you something like that, a story like that, they were either incredibly good looking themselves or it was a goddamn act of an act of God. That doesn't happen. <laughs> it's like being struck by lightning. So it's not going to happen for you. Trust me. I'm telling you, most of you guys out there are not good looking. So don't even bother. All right. Once again, danger life lesson. Take it. File that under life lesson and act accordingly. All right. Next up. Oh, boy. Everyone loves a good list, right? I've told you that many times. So now let's explore a very interesting list. A little something called the top 10 future inventions that'll change the world. You know what? I need a more dramatic intro for that. Let me, let me give you more, something more dramatic. Hold on. Here we go again. Top 10 future inventions that'll change the world. Yeah, that's, that's better. <laughs> so here we go. Here's, here's the fancy list. Number one. <clears throat> no, we're going, we're going backwards. Number 10. The flying car. <laughs> it was between 96 and 2002. NASA's breakthrough propulsion physics project explored the possibilities of anti-gravity. Society hasn't ever really stopped dreaming about flying cars, which is deemed not possible, as there are a rare few that have already been made today. So, uh, 2010 prototype. 
is the most recent. However, the concept seems more out of question when you consider highway systems and the skies. Yeah, this is never going to happen. Okay? Never. Can you imagine these retards you see on the roads who have a level area to focus on? Just one plane? Okay? Can you imagine if they had four dimensions? Is that right? Four dimensions? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> With my rich scientific background, that's not my, uh, it's not my, my area of focus. I'm sorry. Just like the ocean. All right. First, if you're walking on land, it's one thing. If you get in water, there's the dangers that can come from all around you. Bottoms, bottom, top, side, side, front, back. Okay. It's a plethora of danger, danger, danger. Same thing, man, with the flying cars. It would never happen. Imagine you can get into an accident from something coming at you from virtually any direction. There's no way, dude. Everyone would be crashing like like crazy. You'd see falling cars nonstop. No way. It would never happen. Ever. It's never going to happen. Never. Okay? I'm calling it right now. I'm talking about freestanding flying cars. Maybe if there's like uh, controlled tubes or something, they're going to have... I don't know. A whole different story, but... Or, or maybe... No, it's not going to happen. <laughs> Here's number nine. Underwater cities. No. Shows a little fancy picture here of, a, of an image of this couple looking out into the ocean with fish swimming by. This shit's never going to happen either. Okay. Test subjects, underwater gardens. However, living underwater isn't necessary and very expensive. Yeah. This is fucking retarded. This list is already dumb so far. Underwater cities. What I have seen is uh, that they put cities like floating cities, like man-made island type deals where they're out there. They're connected to land, but they're out there floating. And uh, apparently they can't be, uh, you know, like a monsoon or typhoon. What is it called? <laughs> Tsunami. You can't be injured because you're out there floating around on the water. I don't know. Okay, don't quote me on that. But that seems more logical to me, not, not underwater. It's dumb. But honestly, we have so much land here. Like, look, look on the way to desert. Look how much land is out there that nobody is, is, is uh, inhabiting. There's no need for water living at all. Anyway, that was a dumb one. <laughs> Number eight, robot slaves. It's a picture of a fancy robot vacuuming. <laughs> yeah, this is going to happen. It's already happening. Right? Our phones are talking to us. We've even got those, uh, those fancy... There's even real robots that they've got. It's a matter of time before they're in the house. You know it. It's going to be like that one movie. There's a bunch of movies like it, but... Uh, some people are going to be against having robots. Other people are going to be for it. And it's going to be like, oh, no, you have one of those creatures in, the, in your house. There's always going to be that line, right, of, the, of division until eventually it's all going to be acceptable. And these fucking things are going to take over. It's going to happen at some point. Terminator 2 was right all along. Cyberdyne systems taking over everything. It's going to happen. The funny thing is we, we see in the movies 
We've seen all the different uh, shitload of movies, books, TV shows, all having to do with the same topic of of uh, we make all these computers and they wound up they wind up becoming smarter and aware, and like hey we're not gonna not gonna listen to you, <laughs> go fuck yourselves. It's gonna happen, and we're still doing it anyway. We're still going down that path. How about we forget about the robots? And be, go back to like the 50s where there was a milkman that delivered your milk. Okay? That someone actually delivered your newspaper. Let's go back to that. Forget about the internet. Let's destroy everything and go backwards. Give people jobs. God damn it. It was much simpler times. Everybody would be much more enriched and happy. Anyway. Number seven. Trips to the moon. Yeah. I don't know what the uh, top 10 future inventions that'll change the world. I guess, dude, this is, uh, why don't I look at this fucking list? <sighs> a trip to the moon. Oh, look, it's the moon. Let's fly around it. <laughs> wow. There it is. There's the moon. Bunch of uh, nothing with craters. Yeah, that's great. Stupid. Why don't you just drive out to the desert? All right, you can look at some and some and some craters, and a whole lot of nothing, and there you go. It's the same, but you can actually breathe out there. Stupid! Charge all this money to fly up. Oh, look at that! <laughs> Let's go look at some real cool shit. All right, forget about the moon. That's old news. Take me to see. Uh, take me to fly next to a like a comet or something. All right, take me up there. Take me to see a black hole. Oh, James, I can show you a black hole right here. Oh, boy. All right, let's see it. Here we go, James. That's nice. I know, James. It's... I keep it well maintained. I know you. I can tell. Good for you. Yeah, so forget about the moon. No one cares about the moon. A bunch of people will do it. A bunch of retards. And, uh, you know, have, have a good time. Enjoy it. Show me the pictures in the video. All right, next up, number six, food in a pill. All right, this is something I predicted. Because of my my uh, rich scientific background, I thought about this a while back, and I even told my wife about it. I was like, you know what? In the future, there's going to be food, all, everything, all the things you need from your food, you're going to get it in a pill, man. I'm telling you. I'm telling you, brother. Think about it. They already have these pills, these vitamins. Get all the nutrients you need in this vitamin. Why can't it be from a pill? Why not? Protein. Whatever, dude. I'm not going to go through the, whole, through the whole thing because I'm an idiot. But everything you need from food, everything, they can't find a way, figure out a way to put it into a condensed little fucking pill. Think about how much time you would save. Just going shopping, trying to find organic shit, you know, trying to shop good. All the, well, it's going to be expensive as fuck if you want to buy your food or the pill. Believe me, they'll make, they'll make it expensive. But uh, would it take, oh, James, it'll take the fun out of cooking. It'll take the fun out of eating foods, James, and tasting things in your mouth. Yeah. Well, that'll never be uh, something that you'll lack. James, what are you implying? Nothing. Nothing at all. I think that's going to happen though. Food and a pill. 
Yeah, for sure. Why not? People, are, people right now don't want to bother with food. Everything's, everything's fast food. It's already annoying having to go somewhere. Especially if you're at work and you don't have a lunch or something and you, and you need to pick something up. Or you're hungry and it's like, God damn it. Let's say it's late and you're hungry and all the good places that fast food, if you need fast food, if, it, if, if it's late, they're all closed. What do you got left? All the shitty places, right? It's annoying. Fuck, no matter where I go, it's going to be poison. <laughs> so wouldn't it be cool to have some kind of pill you can just take? Like, fuck it, I'll pop a pill. I'm going to feel full and I'm going to have all the nutrients my body needs. Imagine that. Taking a pill, you won't become a fat ass anymore. Think about that. If you could take a pill, you'll get all the nutrients, everything your body needs, and it will feel, it'll make you feel full if that was the possibility. You wouldn't be fat. Would you trade? Mm, that's a question right there. Would you trade eating food, all the great food, you know, all the, all the great tasting food is all the worst food for you. All the, all the best tasting food is the worst. Would you, would, you, would you happily eat all that food and be a fat fuck? Or would you take the pill and never have any of that food again and never have to worry about your health or your weight or anything? Would you give it up? Ooh. Would you give it up? Oh, thinking, are you? I don't know if I'd give it up or not. Yeah, fuck it, I would. I would do it for a while. Then I, yeah, that's what I would do. I would, I would take the pills for a while. I would get in the weight that I really want. Because, you know, we could, all, could stand to lose a few. I definitely could. But uh, after I got to like this great shape, I would start eating junky, shitty food. Then when I started seeing myself getting more weight, I'd be like, uh-oh, I better go back to the pill. <laughs> That's what I'll do. All right, next up, uh, number five, the air-conditioned suit. When air conditioning was first invented in 1902, it was described as having a drawback. It required people to stay indoors to stay cool. Wouldn't it be better if you could wear air conditioning on your body so you can stroll down the street on the hottest day in July without breaking a sweat? That would be great. That would be pretty cool. No pun intended. <laughs> you could wear a little fancy suit and it was all air conditioned inside and you felt totally nice. Your body temperature was regulated and you, you did not have to sweat and be all uncomfortable and gross. And it even protects your skin from being sunburnt. Wow. It does all that and more. No, that would be cool. I like it. That's a great idea. But would you look like an idiot walking around <laughs> with this suit on? If it could look cool, I think people would be into it. But now, you know what? I think it would be dumb. Nobody would really go for it. <laughs> look at that dickhead wearing an air-conditioned suit. Fucking retard. Look at him. Look at him. <laughs> it would be suck. Uh, you know what? I already found a drawback. One of the cool things about summer is seeing hot chicks walk around on hardly anything. Right away, that's, that's a no good for me. They're going to be wearing full body suits <laughs> to keep themselves air conditioned. I think not. Yeah, forget that one. Next up, bioweapons. Yes. Yes, this is, I think this is inevitable. This is going to happen. Okay, this is, this is going to happen. 
We're going to have huge epidemics because of this shit. People are gonna are already creating all this. You come on, it's not anything fucking new. People are making these crazy ass super bugs all the time. And uh, you know, especially like in some kind of warfare. Think about it. If they could get, if they can poison our water supply somehow, whatever country, pick a goddamn country. If they can somehow poison all of us or infect all of us, which is uh, which is kind of dumb because we're taking so many flights that we're gonna be bringing it back. So it has to be something that can stay local. Hmm. Will the water supplies just do it? Could that spread? I don't know. I'm sure it could. It's got to be something. They'll think about it. They'll think of it. Maybe just the air. Something they can they can send into the air that won't be transmitted through people's bodies, but just contacting the the air you breathe. So if someone was to was to was to administer something into our air here in the U.S. that would somehow just stay in this country and not float away or something, you know, just be, maybe like it'll be here for a while and then just like dissipate. So it has no chance of floating down or being blown into another country or whatever. Something like that. That would just, just fuck all like a huge amount of our population, you know, dude, they can do it. They can do everything. And trust me, they'll think about it. Some twisted assholes are out there right now. And their main job is to think about, Crazy shit they can concoct to take a take a, a a large amount of people out the sneakiest way and the most effective way. And trust me, they're working on it, and it's gonna happen. And all this zombie talk, people are all like, "No, man, zombies bullshit." You are fucking crazy if you don't think there could really be zombies. All right, some crazy ass scientist in some weird lab filled with evil geniuses. You know what? Let's develop a new bug that'll attack, you know, the, the problem solving and uh, the whatever. <laughs> Dude, I'm an idiot. So whatever, whatever it is that, that lets you have higher intelligence in your brain, it just deteriorates that. And you're walking around like a fucking, like a zombie. Or like, all, <laughs> come on, like all the fucking zombie movies. Not the zombie ones. What do they call it? The, the viral, the virus movies, you know, they're all infected with a virus that makes you kill. That is so goddamn plausible. Are you kidding me? They can do it. And they will do it. We're going to see zombies in our lifetime, I think. I think so. In some form. In some form. There's already parasites in animals that uh, they get in them and they, and they control their brains to make them kill themselves so that they can... Uh, Whatever they do, feed off their body or, or whatever they fucking do. Or no, what is it? I think it's they get into to bugs and they make the bugs kill themselves so that birds will eat them so that these parasites can get into the birds. <laughs> Twisted. I'm sure some crazy asshole out there can find out how that works and then just turn it into something for humans. Come on. It's going to happen, I'm telling you. Bioweapons, that kind of shit. Look forward to that one. <laughs> Number three, body heat-powered electrical devices. This is cool. This is pretty cool. Researchers are coming up with certain ways to rechannel the body's natural energies to power electrical devices. 
scientists at the Energies Department's Berkeley Lab announced breakthroughs in nanowire-based converters that could let someone charge a cell phone with body heat or charge an iPod through walking. It can possibly defeat the role of batteries. Now that's fucking cool. Your phone's dying, you just hook up this patch to your arm, and it recharges it. Using your energy. But, will it drain your energy? You'd be like, oh, I'm fucking tired. Why, dude? Oh, I charged my phone. (laughs) Yeah. Why don't you just make solar-powered phones? Leave it in the sun for 10 minutes and it'll fully charge. That's even better. Don't be sucking my energy away. I I need my energy. God damn it. I need my energy. Besides, I already came out with a better invention. I talked about this on on an earlier show also. we got to have some kind of wiring in our brain that lets us set our our consciousness to like, let's say we're doing something that doesn't require any thinking, like some bullshit task that we just have to repeat. It's very, you know, repetitive and boring. We can set our brains to 50% power because you're you're not required to use any critical thinking or problem solving skills. So you're like, all right, I'm going to, I'm going to just set my brain 50%. And while it's doing that, it's recharging itself with the other 50% is being recharged. That would be more awesome. Okay. Cause I'm sure there's plenty of times throughout your day where you don't need to be thinking, <laughs> turn your brain down. And then while it's uh, using minimal amount of your brain, it could be recharging itself. So you never need to go to sleep. Why don't people listen to me? Okay? I've got all the answers right here in my fucked up brain. <laughs> Next up, nanomedicine. Uh, let's see. I don't like that. It's showing like a little fucking... The picture is like a little spaceship floating around in your bloodstream. <laughs> I saw that movie. It was called Inner Space with Dennis Quaid. He he flew around through Martin Short's body, and uh, Martin Short had to get him out somehow. I forget how that movie ended, but I, I liked that movie a lot when it came out. So, medicine to bring out advanced and exciting methods to treat certain diseases. It involves employing nanoparticles to deliver drugs, heat, light, or other substances to specific types of cells, such as cancer cells. Eh, fuck that. How about how about you just cure cancer? You know how to do it, you dickheads. Don't lie. You've got the cures. But uh, all you pharmaceutical companies, you like making money off the drugs. James, you're just getting to conspiracy theories. Come on. The biggest drug dealer in the goddamn world. Pharmaceutical companies. I'm going to go even further with that. The Marines told me. All right, they have told me. He whispered it because he didn't want anyone to overhear him. A couple of them. That uh, we were in Afghanistan strictly for the poppies. That's right, the poppy fields. He said, and I quote, he was part of the post out there in Afghanistan, part of the crew, whatever you call it, squad, unit, that were standing guard of the poppy fields. That's why. That's a mindfuck, huh? A lot of these, if it's true, you know, it's just all, uh, it's all hearsay rumors. 
speculation, whatever. I mean, this is a this is a firsthand firsthand account, but you know, he could have been lying or crazy or whatever. But let's just go with it. Let's say it's true. A lot of these soldiers were killed, be taken over there to to Afghanistan. They were killed or all fucked up or or mentally now unstable because the government wanted to seize the poppy fields to uh, turn into billions of dollars in the drug uh, drug game. Come on. Come on. All right. Well, believe what you want. But, uh, oh, man, that's rough. That's a rough one. I wish I wasn't so smart to figure out all these things. <laughs> all right. And the number one, the number one top 10 future inventions that will change the world. Time machine. Ah! Now listen, here's how this will never work. An actual time machine that can go back in the past. Okay? It will never work. Because if you could go back, just going back, like the whole butterfly effect thing, I'm telling you, just going back at all and doing anything would change every fucking event afterwards. It, ha- it would have to. If you did anything, it, w- it would just, the ripple afterwards, everything would change. So one little stupid thing you did, and you're going to go back there, what are you going to do? What are you going to do if you go back in time? Not touch anything? Not interact with anybody? <laughs> you will. You'll do something stupid and you're going to fuck everything up. Maybe, think about this. Maybe people do have the ability to go back in time. Okay? Maybe they do. Maybe they are already. And maybe that's why we have deja vu. All right? Go with me on this one. Something happened. The people go back in time to try to fix it. And it's like, it's sort of like uh, something kind of replays itself in a sense. And you're like, wait a minute, I've been here before. And you get that moment of like, well, well, that was weird. All right? Maybe that's happening. I have another theory. (laughs) Maybe we're just like a video game. This is all a simulation. And then we like somehow die and we reset back at that time. Like, whoa, I remember this. But that's just where you left off from the last life because you died right after that happened. <laughs> Think about that. Oh, I'm just blowing your mind left and right. Chance my mind into my parents. Oh, go fuck yourself. <laughs> I see what you're doing. I like that one, James. Yeah, yeah. That was good. <laughs> blow your mind think about it deja vu you die and then you respawn at that at that point of deja vu and that's when you say hey wait a minute I remember this I like that one better but let's just go with it because of this segment here this is go it's it's, uh, time travel it's somebody traveling through time and going back and and you're just getting all fucked up and then you're like whoa 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 whoa. I know I saw this before (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> because it sort of already happened. Yeah. James, I I think that there's some there is something like time travel already. Really? There's time machines, you think? Yes, James. Your brains. Oh my god. 
All right. I guess metaphorically, your brain is a time machine. Yes, James. You can go back in time whenever you want to, James. Like you have your spank bank, right? You can always go back in time and think about those pictures of those images that you saw. And then you can masturbate by thinking about those those guys. The what? I mean, the girls, whatever you thought about. <laughs> now, one day, one day we're going to find the truth out about you. And you're going to just go ahead and admit it. I mean, what, James? Nothing. James, what are you implying? Nothing. Yeah, your brain is sort of like a time machine. I'll give you, I'll go with that one. What would be cool, though, is if in the future, they can actually wire your brain to to like an external hard drive. And, or maybe even, uh, yeah, let's just go with that. To like an external hard drive. So that you're, you can you can record everything you see, right? That would be fucking cool. Go with me, okay? You can record everything you see. Everything your brain sees, you can record it. And then uh, every maybe every year, you just upload it onto this external hard drive to, to create, create new space in your brain. Uh, well, that might not work. <laughs> uh, yeah, not, not because you might, because you don't forget about like past experiences and, and yeah, forget about that one. Let's just go ahead and say they, they, they find out how to tap into your, your memories uh, hard drive and they find out how to add more space like a huge amount of space so that you can always go back and like your brain files everything under certain files and so let's let's say you can go back and remember your first baseball game right the first girl you kissed whatever you can go back and you can replay those images in your in your mind or you could even plug it into a fucking a tv screen and watch it from your perspective wouldn't that be fucking cool as shit if you can go back to any point in your life and then revisit it? Now that's like a time machine. And but it's something you're not gonna fuck anything up. You're not gonna ruin the space-time continuum. You're not gonna ruin anything. You're not gonna alter the future. But you can go back in time and you can revisit experiences that you want to. You can, I mean, then you can like even hey, let's say you got like abused. You can delete that shit from your memory and it never happened. Yeah. I don't know if that would, I don't know if that's good because it will change the person that you are. All the experiences that you went through make you the person you are. Right? Okay, I'll get that. Fine, you can't delete anything then. You can go ahead and you can go back and and, and watch that raping though and see and see how it happened. <laughs> but that'd be cool, man. You can go back and look at every, anything you want. That'd be kind of dangerous too at the same time because maybe sometimes you don't want to you don't want to see things. Anyway, I'm just I'm just fucking rambling. All the on this whole show is just rambling. <laughs> but let me even go one further. Don't we already have time machines? Okay, James, I'll take debate. What do you mean? Cars. Yes, James, you've mentioned this one before. Cars are not time machines, James. Yeah, they are. It's getting you from one point to another at a faster time because if you only used what was naturally available to you your legs that's how you would travel but you are traveling through time <laughs> instead of walking from here to uh 10 miles away which would take you well, how long would it take you like all day 
<laughs> you can get there in less than 10 minutes. You're traveling through time. This machine is allowing you to travel at a faster rate than you normally could. It's a time machine. Go fuck yourselves. It's a goddamn time machine. Okay. I like calling my car, which is a Honda, my Japanese time machine. <laughs> Isn't it? Isn't it some kind of form of time machine? People get all crazy because they go, no, because it, it's not, or they say, it's traveling through space, not through time. Well, you're traveling through space at a faster time. <laughs> it's a goddamn time machine. All right? And a plane's an even better time machine because it gets you there even faster. Okay. I'm not, I'm not going to hear it. My, my, my rich scientific background, okay, and, and all my travels and my studies and my journals, they all prove that your car is a time machine. Okay, so you own a, a time machine. You just don't realize it. You just take it for granted. So please, next time you get in your car, first of all, you think about me for putting this ridiculous thought in your head. And you say, God damn it, James is right. This is a time machine. And you drive that baby in style. And say, I'm, look at me. I've defined the laws of physics. All right, let's, let's be done with this. That's never going to happen either. Besides the time travel we already know and love, it's never going to happen. They do find wormholes, but we don't want it to happen because everything's going to get fucked. So there you go. That killed a whole lot of time. Oh, that bit was like a time machine. Uh, you're reaching, James. Yeah, I know. All right. Let's see. Uh, I guess that's it. Oh, there was one thing I wanted to add to uh, future inventions. I still really want to see the, the penis valve introduced. There's other things coming close to it, but the penis valve, I think, is going to be a great invention. It'll, it'll eliminate a huge amount of this population. Okay, James, what was the what was the penis valve again? When you're born, doctors install a valve in your belly button, and and it controls your semen flow. This is for boys. When you want to have sex and not have a baby, you reach into your belly button. All right, and you and you turn, <laughs> you turn the valve off. That way, you will not nothing will flow out. Then after you're done climaxing, you walk to your local toilet, you open your valve, and out it will come. <laughs> and your millions of soldiers will spill out into the toilet. And they'll go right down into the ocean and, and swim with the rest, of the, the rest of the fishies. Penis valves, I'm telling you, it's the way of the future. We need to control the population. I've even gone as far as maybe... They should all be turned off automatically until you pass the the necessary test at the right age. And, uh, you know, you pretty much you get tested medically to see if your kid will be fucked up or to see if you'll be a retard. And I'm talking about like an idiot, not not uh, literally. Well, that too. So if there's a high risk of your kid being deformed or whatever, you won't do it. It won't, they won't let you turn your penis valve on. They won't give you the key to turn it off and on yourself anyway. I like that one. It'll control the population 
and only the strong will survive. Our our human race will become stronger, and there'll be a lot fewer of us. That's what we need, goddammit. There's just overpopulation. Fuck, man. If I was president, the penis valve would be the first thing on my list. Okay? Ugh. And I would make... I would make a national time-traveling day to appreciate your cars. That's what I would do. That'd be the second, my second day in office. <laughs> All right. I'm sorry. Let's go ahead and close this bitch out. Wow, I can't believe I passed an hour. Look at me. Rambling like a lunatic. It's called diarrhea of the mouth, James. <laughs> well, I can't argue with that. Uh, uh, here we go. Let's close it out with... I fancy that. It's beautiful. Beautiful. It's wonderful. It's... I fancy that. Fancy, fancy times, everybody. All right, here's my fancy. <laughs> it's going to be a... <laughs> you're going to think I'm a huge fruity pants for this one. Nothing new, James. Oh, you know, you're one to talk. James, what are you implying? Nothing. Stop asking me that. But you're always implying stuff, James. Just come right out and say it. How about you come right out? James, what, what are you implying? <laughs> Nothing. Okay, uh, I fancy that this time, Fruity Pants edition, you're going to think less of me, maybe. Far less manly, anyhow. I fancy being mistaken for being much younger than I actually am. <laughs> I, was, uh, I happened to be with an older dude the other day. We had lunch together, some guy I work with. Um, we were hanging out. It was for a... Uh, it doesn't matter. It was an older guy. I had to be with him throughout the day. We had lunch together. We're, we're talking. He's like, hey, man, so how old, about how old are you? About 20? I go, 20? <laughs> I was like, no, I'm 30. You're 30? No, you're not. You look so young. And I was like, God damn. This guy was like, uh, yeah, in his 50s. I was like, fuck yeah. I love that shit. I felt like, I felt like a giddy young girl. <laughs> My wife, she was at work and some older woman thought she was 19. And she was rubbing that shit in my face. I'm like, yes, I can't wait to tell her that. Someone thinks I'm young too. <laughs> but dude, it made me happy. I, I got all like excited about it. Like, oh my God, someone thinks I'm young. Oh, someone. I guess it's because I'm 30. I'm starting to feel like I'm old. Literally, I feel like I'm old too. I'm getting like the achy shit already. God damn, it's annoying. But uh, yeah, you know, don't judge me. I, I felt good. Someone saying that they thought I was 10 years younger. Wow. I'm still a little firecracker. Look at me. <laughs> still got it. <laughs> so uh, one more thing to add to this uh, whole fancy is it was hilarious because this guy, is, like I said, is in his 50s. And we were just having a conversation. He goes, yeah, so, you know, back then, uh, I, don't know, I don't know if you've heard about it. We had something called VCRs. And I'm like, yes, I know about VCRs. <laughs> I, I know all about VCR. Oh, really? You do? I was like, yeah. You know, I, I'm like I said, I'm 30. I was. They were around. Believe me, I know all about VCRs. Yeah, we had these things that we had these cam camcorders. They were big. I'm like, yeah, the ones that went on your shoulder. Yeah, those are the ones. I was like, yeah, my dad had one. I used to use it all the time. Put the put the huge VHS tape tape into it. Yeah, that's it. Well, so you remember those, huh? I was like, all right, dude. What the fuck. <laughs> But that's what it's coming down to, man. People are already talking like that. Remember those things called, uh, you know, them days they were called VCRs? <laughs> I guess that's going to be uh, my generation when, uh, when our kids grow up. My kids know what a VCR is because we still have VCR tapes. 
that my mom saved, these old Disney movies that uh, the kids actually watch. We have this spare room, and, and once in a while, they'll go in there and they'll watch an old VHS movie. But it's rare. But it still happens, so they know. They're still in touch with the, the past. So anyway, I guess that's both of them. Fuck it, that's two. One, being mistaken for being 10 years younger, a whole decade. And the other fancy is <laughs> this old guy trying to explain VCRs to me. <laughs> both of those things. I fancy that. All right, and now it's time for the darker side of life. That's right. It's time for the legendary fuck you moment, and here we go. Fuck you! Oh, yeah. All right, here's my fuck you. I only got one this week, so forgive me. My fuck you goes to these assholes on YouTube. That think because they're making a, mo a video and there's someone standing 20 feet away filming it secretly that they gives them the right to do all this stupid shit to complete strangers. All right, I'm talking about the prank videos that they have the right to do whatever they want. Okay, and then all they got to say is, no, 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 it's just a prank. Look, look at the camera. Look at the camera over there. Okay, and they think everyone's going to go, oh, oh, man, you got me. Dude, these people are going pretty goddamn far. Let me tell you this last one I saw. This got me into my whole fuck you moment because I've seen, uh, I've been watching a few of these prank videos. Now, trust me, a lot of them are funny. I'm not ripping on them. They're entertaining to watch. I can't believe these people do a lot of the shit they do. But it's like, if you, if you live by the sword, you got to die by the sword and not bitch about it. Okay, so if this shit backfires, you can't get mad. This dude had like a fart simulation noise, right? And he'd walk up to people when they were bending over and act like he farted in their face. Now, this one black dude, he was in like a, I think, not a very good part of town. This black dude was bending over doing something and he went and he grabs the guy's head. And pulls it down towards his ass. And, and it makes that fart noise. And the dude lost his shit. He's like, man, what the fuck? He gets up and goes after him. You fucking asshole, man. Fucking did And he comes in. He's like, no, no, man. It's a prank. It's a prank. The guy just gets him and throws him on the ground. No, it's a prank. Look at the camera. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Motherfucker, you don't touch me. You don't do that shit. Dude, I, I, have, I have no pity for these guys. None. You deserve it. I'm not feeling bad for you at all if you do some stupid shit and then, and then you know, oh my god, why did he react like that? It's just a prank. You can't fuck with people like that, all right? A lot of, the, a lot of these things these guys do, man. I don't know what I would do. I'm not, very, I'm not a very violent guy. But honestly, I don't know how, how I'd react if someone, some stranger came out and just grabbed me. I don't know what the fuck I would do. Probably nothing. Because I'm a bitch. Nah, I'm not very, like I said, I'm not very, I'm not going to jump right out and punch the dude, I don't think. But hey, you know what? You never know. Maybe you've caught me in the wrong day, you know, when I'm, when I'm in a bitchy mood. Where I'm just so cunty and uh, he sends me over the cunty edge, I just might take a swing. And that's not my fault, goddammit. <laughs> at least it'll be on video and you can rewatch it. Yeah, look at I hit the guy. But uh, yeah, yeah, that's about it. You can't pull these pranks and then be all surprised when people flip out on you. You can't. Like that one dude that was eating people's food. 
it's always the black guys too that are not they're 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 so quick to just say hey fuck you and that's great they should be like that the guy grabbed this guy's pizza and took a bite out of it and the guy got up and just fucking knocked him out <laughs> so yeah those people that get all shocked and, and angry when people they're trying to quote unquote prank get mad and they get physical with them yeah you uh, fuck you that's gonna do it for me i hope you're happy with this uh half-assed attempt at a podcast i try to throw something together very last second when i found out that i had the free time i try to do something for you this might lack in quality but you know what you know what that's you know that's not a good excuse i'm sorry this should all these should all be gold 100 winners okay if i if i deliver a sour one in the bunch. Well, that's just my fault, goddammit. You know why? Because I'm human. All right? You want If you want perfect podcasts every time, you go ahead and get yourself one of those robots we talked about earlier that will never fail, that will be at 100% productivity when it comes to laughter. And you listen to that podcast, and while you're doing it, you can go fuck yourself. Because this is man-made, and humans fail. All right, so you take my failure along with my success, which isn't much success, if you ask me. <laughs> you got to dig through a lot of shit on this show to find some diamonds. Is that a saying? You dig through a lot of shit, you'll find some diamonds. I don't know. There you go. That's the show. Have a good time. Next show, I'm going to have some guests or a guest and, uh, and, and a co-host. So it's going to change it up a bit. That should be a fun one. Stick around for that next week. And in the meantime, and as always, we sign off by saying, Stay dangerous, my friends. Later. I wish I was by myself then. Oh, James, fuck you.